I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have, continuing with our Reddit No Sleep Vember series, The Thing in the Basement is Getting Better at Mimicking People, Part 2. Or Tit Big Bamp 2. Yes. <laughs> Which is my short form of it. Stupidly. <laughs> um, so, just a quick thing. Uh, yeah, uh, to tip a bank is <laughs> uh, by uh, that exo guy on Reddit No Sleep. Um, and as I said last week, uh, it was a it was a nominated uh, creep, uh, no- nominated story um, of this year. Actually, slightly off. It was uh, I pulled it from the the uh, the nominated listings. Uh, on Reddit, no sleep from December 2021. So I was like slightly off. It was like a month of, uh, a month off from being 2022. But it's close. Um, yeah, and it was a runner-up for that year, or for that nice. for that month. So um, it got beat out by my dad as a chair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I yeah yeah. I I can't say I'm not curious. We we might have to cut. We might have to do my dad as a chair at some point down the road. Man, just title wise, it sounds so much worse. I know. I mean, like, and I was like, I, I remember I was complain, I, I, not complaining, but I was like goofing last time about like how half of these are like my wife, <laughs> but like I named off like at least two, like at least like a like a ha- a handful uh, that were literally just called like my wife is her, stares at me from behind corners and 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 furniture. It's gone from weird to terrifying. Like that's that's a story. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a Reddit no sleep story. <laughs> also, the longest goddamn thing ever. <laughs> Though not as long as I was hired by Disney to cut the hair of the It's a Small World dolls because they their <clears throat> because their hair grows yearly. I'm really curious. What is the longest title on No Sleep? One day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just saw the. the it's like I'm a I'm a forensic psychiatrist working with the criminally insane. Period. I think my latest patient might be telling the truth. Period. It's a two sentence title. It has periods in it. What the hell? <laughs> oh God. In 1975, I had to film a documentary at a military facility in the USSR. The videotapes contain disturbing footage. <laughs> they should not be multi sentences. And then there's ones that are just like down the drain, or even this one's like I'd say this one's like oh appropriate. I'm an FBI agent. Period. This case will haunt me. Period. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, before we slip too far down the rabbit hole, that is the Reddit No Sleep uh, nominated stories. Uh, let's go back to what we we're actually covering today, which is to tip a bamp. Yes. And. Uh, yeah, uh, so the thing in the basement is getting better at mimicking people. Part two, uh, it's by the that EXO guy, and you can check it there on Reddit No Sleep, uh, or you can listen to us and make your judgment calls from our recommendations and such. 
it's up to you. Um, and let's start with our initial recommendations. I'm, I'm going to partially recommend this one right now. Um, yeah. Uh, I am also partially recommending. I am also also partially recommending this one. Wow. All right. Let's, uh, let's dive into why we uh, gave those recommendations. Um, but first, with the rundown. So Clancy must keep an eye on his half-sister, Sarah, whom he suspects is the mimic from the previous part for the next few days before Detective Marcus arrives back on scene. Clancy and the detective have managed to convince Sarah to stay at the house until the detective arrives so that they can settle the whole being dead thing but with the authorities. All the while, Clancy is trying to suss out if his sister is in fact the mimic or his human sister. She's playing that, real life among us right now. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that night, Clancy goes to sleep, but not before setting up his own recording in case something happens with Sarah. However, Clancy doesn't seem to find anything the next morning initially. We'll, we'll get back to that, though. Um, that day, Sarah invites her best friend, Amy, over, partly so she can have some company other than her boring half-brother, but partially to hook her up with Clancy, due in part because of a lie Clancy made about sexting on his phone when he was actually writing the previous part online. Mm-hmm. Um, while Sarah is preoccupied in the kitchen, Clancy gets right to the point with Amy about hooking up. No, sorry. <laughs> about yeah, Sarah. A story. I didn't read that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, about Sarah and the the thing in the basement. But Amy seems adamant that the whole thing is due to Sarah being mentally ill or and, and needing help. Apparently, Sarah has been at her place all this time. Um, she tells Clancy that they will talk about this later when Sarah isn't around as Sarah comes back into the room. Clancy then goes outside under the cover of getting some fresh air while really going to contact Marcus to find out what to do. While doing so, he discovers that the recording he made the night before is in fact way shorter than it should have been and realizes that Sarah picked it up in the night and turned it off. What does all this mean? We'll have to find out next time in part three. So, without further ado... Everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions! At this point... That one came out of uh, nowhere. <laughs> I almost wasn't prepared for that energy. <laughs> hey, I gotta, I gotta keep up the, uh, the, the little bit. The SNL mm, bit. Indeed. Um, so, uh, yeah, my first one here uh, is actually some dialogue. Um, Those are amazing news, Marcus said. What? <laughs> I, I know Marcus is in a bit of a kerfuffle by the situation. You know, also, this is dialogue. But I think it should be, that is great news. <laughs> or that is amazing news. Not, those are amazing news. <laughs> it's plural newses, even though there's only one thing that was said, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Well, I think I think what happened was, like, why I got kind of confused, maybe, is, like, because news has an S at it, so it made it sound like it's plural, but, like, that's, that's almost like, uh... 
that's that's almost like a like a computer problem or um somebody whose english english isn't their first language sort of problem kind of thing because even if i told you two things that were news and amazing you still wouldn't respond that way no because i know the context of like how what how like how that s is not a doesn't make that mean a plural in this situation Mm -hmm. but that's how i'm trying to like explain like why i feel that typo was made but yeah it could also just be a simple typo that they what they wrote it so yeah um i end on to my my next and last one i wanted to sigh of relief at his quick thinking but i abstained uh and this was uh i wanted to sigh with relief at his quick thinking but i abstained so so yeah uh, and that is my grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Mikey, these stands for evil. <laughs> Calling Mikey, these stands for evil. Sorry, didn't realize I was muted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we were like waiting and <laughs> paging, uh, paging Dr. Mikey, Dr. Mikey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, you did a good job on the uh, grammar inquisition, and uh, I have a conjunction junction. Okay. And next stop, conjunction junction. But I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. I'll pick up from where I left off. So instead of trying to call Dad and risk exposing my lie, I shot him a text. Damn it. (laughs) But then again, her change of attitude could be explained by what she'd been through. So I filed it under potential red flags, but decided to hold my judgment for the time being. It rang a few times before he answered. It made me suspect that she wanted to cover the tracks and delete the recordings, so I couldn't let her know that Marcus had it. It was nearing 10 in the evening by that point, but I didn't feel tired enough to sleep yet. So, instead, I went online and did some research. It drove me up the wall to feel that calculated coldness, like I was facing an ambushed predator thirsty for my blood. But I couldn't risk going to sleep either, not when I was unsure about Sarah's intentions. But the effect it had on me was quite the opposite, serving to fuel my paranoia even further. So I got ready to run an errand to the closest shop while she cleaned up. But what little information she did share could have been useful. I just needed to figure out how it fit into the bigger picture and the theories that were developing. But even if that was the case, it couldn't explain how she reproduced Dad's voice or my own so flawlessly. It was farther away, so they wouldn't hear or see me there. But I paused when I saw last night's recording still on the screen. So I opened the texting app and navigated to our conversation, 
yet to my utter stupefaction, I found it blank. Finn. Wow. That was basically just another rundown. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. There's a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of butts. I, I was noticing more butts than ants and such like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I chimed in with that uh, a shot him thing. <laughs> if someone has a note on that, remove my my little quip from, about that. I mean, to be fair, Mikey, it sounded like Mikey was baiting you for that. Yeah, <laughs> like, really. Like it, it's now delay. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally baiting. Indeed, <laughs> you're a master of that. Anyways, for those. <laughs> Uh, Thank for, those you, unaware, neighbor. <laughs> for those unaware, Mikey does these uh, strings of sentences to highlight all the yeah. sentences in a story that start with words that they shouldn't, like it's ands or buts, because there's always better words. Indeed. Uh, that I suppose next up is Gamer. It is me. You got one of mine, but I got one more. Ooh. The two very awkward... I st- okay, yeah. Sorry, out of context, this seemed really weird just reading it. Two very awkward fish that didn't know how to get a conversation going, which were bad news for me. Shouldn't it be uh, which yeah. was bad news for me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah reading yeah. that out of context, I'm like, wait, what what <laughs> fish were in this story? I don't remember. Well, fish. Yeah, they're they're using like fish <laughs> out of water sort of like analogy, yeah. Yeah, but again, mm-hmm. right out of context. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Much like our like like the conjunction junctions and such. Indeed. And its stories. Mm. That's all I got for granted. Wow. Okay. Because you got my. I mean, own. yeah. Aside, aside from like, th- there's only th- so. So let's count it. Like only three, type like typos really, plus a bunch of conjunction junctions in a story that's about ten pages long. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's yeah, let's move on to actual thoughts. So non-grammar stuff that we. Just stuff that we noted while we were reading the story, like for plot holes and such like that. Better or for worse. Um, yeah. Well, before we continue, uh, did we mention italic? I wasn't going to. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some words in here that are italicized. Where? <laughs> where? I love that. It's just like where? Scanning. Um. Anything. So, uh, it's actually in dialogue. <laughs> Uh, so, non-italics, just keep tabs on her. If anything comes up, and I mean, and then in italics, anything, and italics, let me know. I, uh, I'll rely on you to keep me informed. Can I do that? That's Marcus talking to Clancy. Honestly, that italics should really just have been all capped. Yeah. Like, and I mean anything. Especially with how much emphasis he's putting on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then later there's a thumb, not italics, thing italics. <laughs> Some thing. God damn it, I hate italics. Um, They're just the worst. It, it really, I mean, yeah, it, it, I like, I, I just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like in this story, because it's like, they don't serve really a purpose. I mean, I get the annotation, but if you miss it, it's no big thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And then there's the stop with the bullshit already. I, Italics, wasn't an, an Italics, a monster. 
So yeah. it wasn't it was italics and it's like it wasn't a monster. <laughs> yeah. If you catch it, it's better, but it makes the story better if you catch the emphasis, but without it it didn't that it didn't make or break really the story, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like again, it just goes on our whole thing of like italic, like italics, like the way they are, the way they are formatted are just the worst. Yeah, for mm-hmm. for at least our eyes, <laughs> I don't know. Put down in the comments if you think that italics are are God's green earth, and the and <laughs> and you know if you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean we could be wrong. But I, I mean we could so. be wrong. <laughs> we're we're wrong to somebody, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure the entire purpose of italics is this exact thing. Yeah, but the way they're formatted half the time in fonts, it's hard to catch sometimes, as yeah. this show has shown to <laughs> two to three of us usually end up like missing it. Yeah, they gotta skew the heck out of them. Yeah. Like it's like follow Michael Jackson's uh like instructions, just lean right into that. <laughs> yeah, he is true Italian <laughs> in that mode. Yeah. He goes full italics. Mm-hmm. You always go full video. italic. <laughs> uh, all right. So now I suppose we'll move on to the actual thoughts. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start with this one here. We took a few more sips of our cups, but something seemed to bother her. She stared into her coffee intently, her brows furrowing as if she debated internally over something you you said you <clears throat> you you said that you buried me that you thought i was dead or no <clears throat> you you said that you buried me that you thought i was dead what's all <clears throat> what's that all about did you declare me missing or something was it an empty cake casket <laughs> <laughs> was it an empty casket so crazy idea. What if Sarah did kill the mimic in the basement that night and then ran off, right? Mm-hmm. Only to be attacked and body snatched by another mimic <laughs> familial with the first one. Wow. So no one now the second mimic. <laughs> yeah. So now she, the new mimic costumed as Sarah is here searching for the first one. And that's why she's curious slash worried about the remains of the, of what they buried. It's a false flag operation is what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> like her concern here is genuine, but not because she's Sarah, but because she's another mimic that was familial to the mimic that died. That would be hilarious. If that was the case, <laughs> it would. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll move on to the next one thing here though another thing I needed to lie about and possibly another attempt at deceit on her part I made note of it as I thought of an answer filing it away with the rest of the evidence that was building up so this is like right after like like that that question that Sarah proposed about like was it an empty casket and such and all my my, my my comment here is secrets and lies. This part is full of it, for better or worse. I mean, yeah, literally everyone. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> like this whole thing is just like all about like kind of building a a kind of a a, a paranoid conspiracy conspiramid. Conspiramid. Um, yeah, it's actually a term. That's or, awesome. Or, uh, like at least how like you build a conspiracy is like you start with the guy at the top and then you start just like start webbing down into a pyramid like shape. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Also, I'll I'll bring this up more in a moment, but what building evidence? It it sounds like Clancy is just getting overly paranoid about the situation. Like Occam's razor, my dude. Like it it doesn't. So far, I've I I mean, for the most part, like. I haven't really heard or read anything to kind of suggest that Sarah isn't just a human that survived a traumatizing, really weird situation is also kind of covering it up because she doesn't know who knows about the weird stuff. Like I kind of, from her end, I feel like her covering things up is kind of more or less like, well, I can't tell them the truth. Cause like, why would they believe me that I, that I had that I killed a mimic <laughs> or that I killed somebody that yeah. was that was doing voices so like I got to make shit up, shit up and then Clancy's doing the same thing because but he's just thinking that she's she is the mimic for because she's kind of acting weird but she's only acting weird because of her experience of what she's dealt with so it's just yeah like so far this this part is like a lot of like kind of feels like a lot of like secrets and lies and misunderstandings on both characters, and it's really just mundane. <laughs> Fair. However, why would she delete two hours of him? We'll sleeping? we'll get back to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I got like yeah I, they, I yeah yeah. He first ran into her in the the last line of the first part, where he's like, she sounded almost perfect, except she, her voice cracked a little bit at the end. Like that's possibly explainable. It's mm-hmm. just like people's voices randomly crack you know yeah. that's just the way it is <laughs> yeah. but you can't just accidentally d- delete, again you know? I, yeah i i get you yes. it is like it it's at the end it's it's like a a plot twist mm-hmm. but and, and I'll, I'll come back to that in a second don't you worry yep. okay <laughs> okay um so continuing on though with like down my line of of comments here um her reactions up to that point didn't seem abnormal by any means. They were all perfectly reasonable, but I couldn't shake off the feeling that something was out of place. That sensation coupled with the fact that she didn't, <clears throat> the fact that she'd lied to my face made me suspect that she had more to hide. Again, I, I mean, her not telling Clancy everything could just be more or less chalked up to her not knowing that Clancy knows about the recordings and stuff like that and has talked to a guy named Marcus who is actually a monster hunter and so her covering up things in her story isn't too far-fetched given that what she experienced again it kind of seems reasonable like I would make I would not tell you necessarily if I had killed a monster that was like kind of charading as a person. <laughs> okay, let's not lie here. If you I actually mean, I would a monster and you know it, <laughs> you would absolutely tell me. <laughs> I mean, you yourself. I say, like, I mean, like, I, we, 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 like. I don't know if I would necessarily. It would depend on the circumstances. Like, if I had circ- if I had ev- like physical evidence of like a burned out monster corpse, yes, I would. Sh- I would tell you. But if yeah. I had just like 
killed something that talked like a person, but like clearly, like otherwise, like I was hearing scuttling behind the wall or something like that, and I burned it out and then ran off. I don't know if I would be necessarily like I'd have to like, all right, dude, like, can I trust you with this? Like, I need to know you're on the up and up. Like, I know I need to know you're not going to like call the cops on me or something like that. Like, like yeah. we cool. <laughs> like that kind of like i i feel like the it would depend on the situation and in this situation that sarah finds herself in i don't know if i would necessarily um tell somebody like a friend of mine like you like you or or mikey Mm -hmm. um that that this the i this thing had happened that you've murdered someone (laughs) (laughs) that i I murdered some thing yes that may have been someone (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I, i it's it's uh it's it's a hard it, it, it felt very reasonable like her her situation like her yeah. like lying and some of that and like i think for uh for most of this this part i felt like clancy was just being paranoid um because of the stuff that marcus had put in his head um uh, but we continue um i can set you up with one of my friends if you want a girl named amy She's an absolute sweetheart, but she struggles with dating too. She can be a bit awkward at times. Okay, hang on. Based on what based on what was brought up last part, I got the idea that Sarah was like maybe like 10 to 15 years Clancy's senior or so. Like literally in the in the last in the last part I actually went back. It does say that she moved out when Clancy was going into kindergarten. Kindergarten age is usually around five. So I and I kind of assume that when Sarah moved out, she moved out when she was like in her, like when she was like twenty, maybe eighteen, depending. Okay. Um. So that would probably make her in the the thirty to thirty five ra- year range, uh, whereas Clancy is now twenty himself. Yes, but Sarah and Clancy aren't getting hooked up. No, no, not Sarah and Clancy. And again, yeah, not. It, it it's very possible that Amy is much younger than than uh, Sarah, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. It also and and but Clancy even like comments that like there is a bit of an age gap and some of that, and even then that's not super weird since they are both consenting adults at this point. Like twenty years old is a consenting age, um, so it's just very odd how quick. Uh, honestly, the the weirdest thing is how odd. Uh, uh, the odd thing is how quick. Sarah is to hooking her younger half brother up with a friend of hers who's probably the same age as her. Um, it just seemed kind of like it threw me off like when that came up. Yeah. Uh, Amy also yeah. says that apparently Sarah's a little unhinged, anyways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, again, she she's she's coping with some things right now. Mm-hmm. Like she did just so murder somebody. <laughs> Or or something in her basement. Um, We've all been there, though. Yeah, yeah. Who hasn't killed? <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, no. Oh crap! This is on recording. Oh. So moving on to my next one. Um, as I ate, she took my phone and called Amy to invite her over for lunch. Amy accepted right away, so they ended up, or so they ended the call after a bit more of small talk. That I couldn't focus on. All right, so I know it is kind of get like mentioned later, kind of that Sarah has been spending her like like where Sarah has been has been with Amy this entire time, like in the time that she's been missing or gone. 
but I feel like so 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 my my comment here was like I feel like there should have been something from Amy's end like I could hear even more I could hear even from my side of the table Amy's expletives and reaction to hearing her dead friend on the phone but also like okay this is something that kind of comes up like even if when we find out later that like uh supposedly Sarah was staying at Amy's place the whole time. How the fuck did the police who have her, Sarah's phone not see, like, not check her contacts and contact Amy about the funeral or about, like, the, 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 the deceased? I have two words for you. Okay, yeah. Secrets and lies. I, I suppose, but, like... Uh, that's three words. Yeah, that is actually not, three words. I'm not talking about the and. The two words are it's, secrets, it's... and the other word is lies. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah. It still just kind of like rubs me the wrong way of like shitty. Don't get me wrong, I agree. With you. I have an entire point on this. Okay, cool. All right, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And so like, yeah, I was I was a little like, wait, why? Okay, we, I'll save my. I'll save any more cop, like uh, like replies and stuff for when you bring it up then again. Okay. Uh, so I'll move on to the next thing here then. Um, look, Amy interrupted me. Or <clears throat> Amy interrupted me despite what I was, despite what I asked her of her. That was Sarah. It wasn't some monster or ghost. She made those voices herself. But I caught her in the act. Okay. Amy insisted, and the look in her eyes turned sharp. Amy's another mimic! Maybe? I don't know. Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Possible. Um, and then the next thing here... Uh, oh yeah, basically this is like my, my actual comment apparently I had of like, Amy, like Sarah being at Amy's the whole time. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I is yeah. You know, I'll, I'll say again. I'll save my so any more comments of that for when for when your uh, your your spot there, uh, gamer. Okay. Uh, so my last thing here is actually the ending thing. It's like uh, Marcus need to know about this, and I needed guidance on how to proceed. But we, <clears throat> but he wouldn't pick up. So I opened the texting app and navigated to our conversation. Yet to my utter my yet to my utter stupefaction. I found it blank. Dun dun. Wait, wait. Okay. So I could buy that Sarah could stop the recorder that night. Like if she came by, came downstairs and was like, and saw that the, the, the phone was there and that it was recording something. I could, I could buy that on the, on the surface screen, she could hit the stop button for the recording. But how did she get past the phone password that Clancy just switched okay uh there's an easy explanation here okay yes please because i i was uh, curious about this because i was like i'm i'm pretty sure you can't bypass like you like i'm pretty sure you can do some some like surface level apps with with a password on but you can't like open up a pass like open up a uh a phone necessarily with a pat when you have when you don't have the password like how can you get past the lock screen basically so yeah. tech wizard mikey please hmm the mimic can supposedly read minds. Son of a bitch, you're right. Yeah. 
I was like, I was thinking like, oh, well, maybe she can mimic like his thumb, like his thumbprint because like on like, uh, but like, no, it's like she, he may, maybe he doesn't have like a phone that has like a thumbprint, like password thing, or it, it said, said specifically that it was a password. So it was like a number. But yeah, you just said that like, yeah, you just, you, you like, it is brought up that the thing probably has like some kind of like telepathy. That's how on does it get people's voices, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, all right. You know what? That's not How as bad as... write so much? <laughs> You're right often, all the time. It's... Uh... Yeah, yeah, no. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, now that the, the wind has been ripped from my sails... Hell yeah. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Mikey, you, you go. Wow. Uh, so, my my first actual thought is about the coffee. Yep. It's a really weird way to make coffee on the stove. It's instant coffee. Uh, it, it doesn't it, say it's instant per- coffee. A percolator or like a filter out of that. So it's, it's instant coffee. <laughs> also, most of her house has been sold. So you use what you can. Yeah. But you are yeah. right. It is strange. I hmm. I disagree because Insta Coffee is a very common thing, mm-hmm. and yeah. she she's boiling water and then she's pouring in the the coffee the coffee grounds into the in, into it. Ergo, my go to there is like okay if there's no filter like mention of a filter or anything like that it's not a percolator or a coffee maker, it's just Insta Coffee. <laughs> yeah, which probably was what it is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but it's still really weird. Like, even if you assume it's not instant coffee, uh, you'd have to make it and then wait for the grinds to sort of settle at the bottom before you pour it into some cups. Yeah, but But first off, wow, way to shame instant coffee drinkers. Like, wow. Um, Instant coffee is actually the worst type of coffee. (sighs) Huge slam. On the instant coffee drinker uh, audience, we have. <laughs> I, I apologize to uh, Hernandez and Bob of the uh, of uh, our our two main stri- mainstream uh, instant coffee listeners. How do you know this? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Secrets and lies. No. <laughs> Oh yeah, I just found that weird. Okay, fair anyway, enough. Uh, it is. It, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, the next part here is I have a quote. Uh, she didn't tell me about that. What the hell? Did she kill someone? Not someone. I pressed on something. Me and the detective believe it was a monster, a mimic of sorts, and it might have taken Sarah's place. So, in this conversation, he admits that something has been killed, so he admits that the mimic has been killed, or it sounds like he's saying the mimic is killed, yet, at the same time, it has also taken Sarah's place. I see what you... Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, that's a bit of a. 
bit of a confusing statement. As we know, as you said, there's a second mimic apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah second... you're right. If he truly believes that they buried mimic, why would he be concerned? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a second mimic on the grassy knoll. Mm-hmm. Also, I just gotta say, like, Amy, like, like, if if I was Amy and like this kid, like this this twenty year old, started like say like say this, I was like, all right, I I believe like my sister's been taken over by this by a monster that we kill that she killed, in fact, uh, after she like burned down the uh, the basement. I'd be like, can I make it to the door? <laughs> Don't lose line of sight with the door. Red yeah. flag. Red flag. Hmm. Well, maybe or maybe not, considering or. Depending on what Sarah told her, you know, perhaps. And then let's see here. My note uh, on the ending uh, makes me question if Clancy is crazy and the detective is all in his head. Oh shit! Oh fuck! <laughs> Damn it! That's actually like I hate those those kind of like um tropes in in horror movies because they're done a, like far too often mm-hmm. but that's still pretty good for like an explanation is why like he's getting paranoid he's hearing all this weird stuff he's been staying at this house for a while like it, it's he's suffering he's he we know that he's kind of suffering from some kind of uh uh, uh grieving period be, uh from like uh from the the funeral and stuff like that and the detective becoming this monster hunter does even he says that it seems kind of far fetched and stuff of like that, but he's like willing to accept it. Yeah, this could all just like the the detective stuff could all be in in Clancy's head, and when Sarah returns because of a mental break that she had, and nobody just realized like where she went and stuff. When she gets back, um, it could like again that could in, incite that whole um, uh, that that mental that that mental illness that we 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 learned about last time which was the where you'd like think that a loved one is a doppelganger yeah mm-hmm. that could have it could have triggered that in him and wow <laughs> dang <laughs> yep <laughs> just i'm i'm just that crazy guy with the with the uh the cork board of of mystery <laughs> with all the red strings everywhere <laughs> So super mundane now. I and I but like yeah. Super mundane and in a in a tropey horror way, but it's still it's not bad. It's not mm-hmm. a bad explanation for what's going on. Yeah. And then Amy is the only sane one. Yeah. Yeah, because even scenario. though like yeah, because even though the detective talked to Sarah, Sarah again did suffer a yeah. mental break. So maybe it it became a shared like a shared manifestation or hallucination between them. Hmm. That's the one part I I was about to bring up. It's like, yeah, she talked to her, but eh, he talked to. It's still like yeah, like there's the the power of suggestion. Like he she was in a suggestive state, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Grown trauma of like burning a uh, a. uh, burning, burning alive a uh, a homeless man that like broke into her basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are both related, 
by family. So there could be a genetic psychological disease that they both have. Ah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> there oh. is a precedence. <laughs> mm -hmm. Perhaps. Wow. And uh, that's the end of my actual thoughts. Man, going out with a bang. Mm -hmm. Real <laughs> banger there, Jesus. All right, Gamer, you're up. Okay. I love following him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the, uh, the the new comedian going on after Jerry Seinfeld. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, uh, What's the deal with? I can't do this anymore. He walks the walk yeah. by. You just walk off. How about them maple leaves? Eh? They they always lose. Nah. Anyways, what's uh, the deal with that? All right, I'll just leave. <laughs> Get the hell off the stage. This <laughs> big hook comes out. Yeah. Anyways, um, so regarding texting Marcus about needing to find out uh, if Sarah's a mimic or not, that him doing that is straight up evidence for Sarah to find, which I obviously she did because she deleted it. But at the moment, I'm like, you're straight up texting and leaving evidence literally for her to find right there that he knows that shit's going down. Cause before it was all just through um, phone calls, which isn't recorded, but this is. So if he was smirt, he should have kept the text really simple and not blatantly saying stuff like, yeah, I'll find out if she's a mimic. Don't worry. You know, something like need to see if uh, she will tell you anything about what happened or something like that, you know, which could be just in regards to the, the event, the quote unquote homeless person in the basement situation. There should be a lot more code in that. Especially since Marcus, if he is not just, uh, voice in his head is apparently a uh, a professional, and if he's done this thing before, he should be trying to maintain operational security. Basically, yeah. Even if he's um like a cowboy of Delta Green, where like um in, in Delta Green, like there's a, a period of of in the '90s and like the early 2000s called, uh, called the Cowboy Years. Okay. Actually, I think it stretches out even further into like the 80s and stuff where like they're they don't have any funding. It's all an illegal conspiracy in the government. Like the government isn't funding them anymore. But these guys, these good old boys are like, well, the problem's still out there. So the 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 good old boys, like the ones that like, all right, well, the war like the war is over or no, like the battles are over, or, like are lost. But the war is just is still going like we're not going to. We may be cut. Uh, we maybe uh, have lost all our funding and stuff like that, but we still like humanity. Still needs to like needs a fighter in this, uh, like a fight in this game. So yeah. we're going to illegally like set up caches and and uh, and and cells within different departments of the government, uh, using people that we know that we can like either bribe or 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 get on board to and we're gonna we're gonna t we're not we're gonna trick them into thinking that they're above this is all above board but really we like the deeper they find the deeper they get into this hole the real more they'll realize we're not a an official group and at that point it's too late because like they're already that in they're they're, they're looking at jail time or worse yeah um so like even if he was in that kind of group where like he's like off the books like it's sketchy as fuck 
there'd still be some kind of protocol like he'd be able to uh, like he'd be able, he'd still be have some air of professionalism i and, dare like, say there it. would be more professionalism and more care if he's off the books because there's more for him to lose yeah because there's more Cause stakes, it's all yeah. above board it, like oh no they found out oh well the government's funding this who cares but yeah not, exactly potentially yeah and that's just me like using like Delta Green as an example for a monster hunting group. Like it does sound like he is above board, like he's the guy that they call in and stuff like that. So yeah. But you never know. You could just be yeah. really good at lying. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I will move on. Okay. So um this in regards to Sarah sending Clancy off to the grocery shop. Uh, yep. wasn't one of the few things that Clancy said he would do was keep an eye on her. Yep. And then like, he just don't, and leaves for an extended period of time. <laughs> don't, 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 uh, don't take your eyes off her. And yeah. what does he do? Immediately takes his eyes off her. Yeah. But like, what would he do in that situation? Call his dad to drop something off, but he wouldn't want his dad to see her. I mean, this game, this came out in 2021, like December. Uber Eats is a thing. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Like you can you can grocery shop through Uber. <laughs> hmm. Good point. Then yes, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That would be smart. It would be. And my next note also, is just, just sorry. Okay. Just a quick thought. Also, the fact that like Clancy doesn't seem have any problems with doing this, like. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. I don't, I don't think there's any way. Like I don't think there's any protest about it. <laughs> He's oh. just like, all right, just put my earbuds in, listen to this uh, this recording that I should have noticed that was shorter now. <laughs> well, it didn't take him four hours to go get groceries. No, but he realizes way. it was like he realizes like he 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 was listening to the audio, like he he had to hit play, right? Oh yeah, and he was skimming through it too. Yeah, he should have noticed then that it was shorter. And not like at the end, but then there'd be no twist. Yeah, and it's still <laughs> stupid. <laughs> All right, it's like I I still hate the uh, like the, that inconsistency though. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah, even if there wouldn't be a twist, well that's that's a literary problem that you need to fix <laughs> in the writing. Well, also like when he first started looking at the recording, he just woke up too, so he'd be like, oh yeah, the recording, yeah, I'll listen to that, okay, and he just puts it on. Without I, paying attention. Maybe, maybe, but like, I don't know, man. It's pretty paper fucking thin. <laughs> I don't know. I've missed much more glaring things. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Thanks. You have, though. I know I have. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Yeah, let's move on. Sorry. All right. Um, so this one, next one's sort of like a little bit of a generalization. I like how, in reading this, I'm technically reading a creepypasta, but out of context, yeah, without the talk of the mimic at all, this is just a normal mundane story of these three people hanging out. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. story, though, even if the scenes where they're not talking about, or where they're talking about all the weird shit, is taken out, and it's just all the mundane stuff, even if it was just that, but put as part two to this story... It would still have an air of um, of creepiness around it because we know what happened before. Yeah, which I kind of like. 
It's like yeah, it does have like uh, yeah, like it, it's sort of a it's a story of paranoia, like in a mundane way, but it's still creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there could be literally nothing creepy happening. No talking with uh, the detective. No um, twist at the end, and the whole thing would still be. I'm not gonna say scary, but tense, I guess. Unnerving. Unnerving. Like, yeah, there you go. That's better. Um, yeah. Like I would say, I would know. dare say, still creepy. Because like, I think what you're 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 missing. Like, I mean, you're when you say creepy earlier, I think you meant more like there could be no supernatural element or like no weird element to the story. But this would still invoke some sense of creepiness well, because no, it is a supernatural thing. If it is a mimic, that's the reason <laughs> that it is scary in a way. Oh, okay. It's because it's potentially a monster that you're talking to, but you can't let on that you know it's a monster. You have to act completely normal. Yeah. Which is kind of cute. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just when I was reading it, I was kind of feeling the same sort of thing that Clancy was feeling, just unsure about what's going on. And like something as simple as having breakfast with someone was unnerving. Was a tense situation because he has to like fake that he doesn't know anything. Like mm-hmm. that he doesn't know that it might know that he knows. Yeah. And speaking Wait. of, uh, I I like the drop at the end that Sarah knows because yeah. she read and deleted all the texting history shit, which both shows that Cl- shows Clancy that she knows, but also rem- remove his ability to talk to Marcus anymore, potentially. Because like in this day and age, I'm assuming Clancy doesn't remember uh, the, te- the detective's phone number unless Sarah... Yeah didn't delete the phone contact and just did the text stuff. I, I feel like he just, yeah, she just deleted all the texting stuff. Um, but know, yeah, she, all... she would have gotten rid of all that stuff, like message history and everything. Call history. Maybe also it's very possible that she also read the Reddit, no sleep part. Cause he was typing that away. Remember about the sexting thing. Was that on his phone? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. that was on his phone too. Yeah. So. I don't yeah. Know, and it, it's very possible, but like she was yeah, in his so, phone for a couple hours potentially. Yeah. Mm. It is going to be interesting if the story does uh, um, turn out that like Sarah and Amy are a mimic or are mimics. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was like kind of all like a, in cahoots and like it was all like plant like pre planned and so like that. Yep. <clears throat> because like. She kind of has to be now because if she did go through her brother's phone and she's just a normal person that's freaking out a little bit, but normal, and she read all that stuff, wouldn't she approach Clancy about that in the morning? Yeah, it is. It is very peculiar that like she didn't do that. Um, especially the way she's been acting, like she's been very like, uh, unless again, like it's part of her mental break, like she's just like. She she got rid of that, and then like that, and overnight she kind of like flipped a switch again. I don't know. It, yeah. It's 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 harder now to kind of just like um push it all away as Clancy being paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just trying to get, cover everything yeah. up and not think about it. So she's checking to see if he's thinking about it. Then, oh yeah, he is. Okay, I'm gonna delete that. Okay, moving on. Not thinking about it anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It is, but we'll we'll have to see. And then uh, my last note is in regards to Amy and Sarah, basically over the past few months. 
So yep. Amy gets called over and <laughs> when she shows up, she gives like a casual high and is introduced to Clancy. Like everything is completely normal. And when I was reading that, I thought that was extremely weird. Yeah. Because I know at the end of the first part, Sarah said that shit happened and she had to run away to a friend for a while. And that friend is Amy, I'm assuming. But yeah. does it say that she ran off to a friend's yes, place? Yes. Okay, I didn't then, remember yeah, that. I had to go that. back after yeah. running into this section. I'm like, hang on. And then I read the end of the first yeah. part. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I also was like, not sure where she went. So like the fact that like, all right, so she's been at Amy's this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious how all this went down now. Like, for example, did Amy go to Sarah's fucking funeral? That's what, okay. So they, again, like, that's what I was, I'm saying. Like, yeah. The cops and like e- even before the Detective Marcus came in, the cops had her phone. I.e., and so they would have had like known like they would like they would have done forensic science and checked like the phone numbers and like which ones were most like called. Like, oh, there's this person named Amy. Yeah. Um, like that's always getting like texts and some of that. By the looks of like skimming through some of the text messages, it's clear they're friends. We should contact this person to see if they have any information regarding Sarah. And also to uh inform them of the deceased like did we get a not... uh, location though because this might be in Durplin though you know what honestly we don't get a pl- we don't get a location i was curious if this is in america or canada or somewhere mm. we don't i think it might be Durplin, buddy <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's fine i do love Durplin. uh but yeah in regards to all that she's sarah's best friend her parents yeah like her, as in uh, Sarah's parents, would have told Amy that Sarah yeah. died. Sarah's dad would have, because remember, the mom died like much earlier. Right. Regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah. So three things could have happened here. Either Amy didn't go to the funeral at all, <laughs> but that would put red flags on Amy that, that she's a suspect to what happened. Probably, unless they're in Durplin and no one cares. Um, number two, Amy did go and believe Sarah was dead at the time, but after the funeral, Sarah contacted her and told her what happened. Hence, why this isn't Amy's first realization that Sarah's alive anymore. Like they've been hanging out and stuff yeah. after that. Or um, after the event with the creature, Sarah went to Amy before her quote-unquote body was found and pronounced dead. Yeah, and Sarah was freaking out and has been kept at Amy's place while she calms down. Telling Amy yeah. not to contact anyone or tell anyone that she's there. And when the call came in about when Sarah was quote unquote found dead, Amy lied and covered up, covered for Sarah and actually went to the funeral pretending that she was dead and everything to keep the cover going. Yeah. Last of which but th- I'm thinking is the right one. Maybe because like, even it does bring up in, um, in the story, like when, when, it doesn't say when Clancy is like, like just straight up, like tells like, I'm um, getting there. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yes. Good to you. It's sorry. like with how nonchalant everything is, it's just like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? You know, they have to have been hanging out for a while and everything's in the open, at least to them for the most part. Yeah. But all this is backed by the fact that like Clancy tells Amy what happened. And Amy seems shocked that the house was even burned. Yeah. And uh, Sarah never, and she says Sarah never told her that, alluding to the fact that Sarah and Amy have been talking about what happened. And then later on, Amy's telling Clancy not to talk about the recordings around Sarah, that it took her two months to calm her down, or two weeks to calm her down. So they've obviously been hanging out for a while, 
and she's been helping her through this. So this isn't the first meeting, but the weirdness yeah. is just the fact that it's not brought up until like, you have to read pretty much the whole entry to get it. Also, how much of this is Amy telling the truth and how much of this is like a lie? Yeah. And like, yeah, again, we're, we're falling into like secrets and lies. The part. Yep. Um, and also like, again, like the, this is where it falls into the paranoia of like, who can you trust? Sort of like, it's kind of, she got a little bit of a marble hornetsy kind of vibe. Now I think about it. Cause that was like a lot of the stuff, a lot of the, 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 the weirdness and stuff of that of marble hornets was like the mystery of marble hornets was like, who's telling the truth. Who's, who's, who's uh, hiding things from the other people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, and with all that being said, the big thing is why is Clancy not questioning anything about Amy? Cause I sure I know. Him. Because, yeah. like, yes, he asked her some questions, but none of the important ones, like, did you know about this at the funeral? Because that, if he asked that, then that would confirm, yes, she was at the funeral, and we would see whether or not she's, if she says that she knew about it or not. Or, I mean, she might lie again, because secrets and lies, but who knows? I also, I, yeah, I'm also kind of, I'm, I'm thinking that she wasn't at the funeral, because Clancy probably would have, mentioned that oh i saw this person at my at my sister's fu- at my half sister's funeral like why would she not i, I don't I, I don't well again like i i feel like it sounds it, to me it sounds like uh both sarah and amy were unaware of a of of like the whole like her being like legally dead and also there being a funeral which again is a big plot hole because again the cops would have contact or somebody in the family or the authorities would have called Amy being the best friend to Sarah uh, regarding the uh, regarding her death. Yeah, but it, it 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 so that's why I feel like it's it's more of a plot hole than anything. Unless the cops are just chalking it up to a household accident or something, and they don't really need to dig any further somehow that's not due process derplin man <laughs> uh, yeah there yeah yeah we're, we're just chugging this up to derplin okay cool yeah, no, all right no. <laughs> yeah that's about it for my notes okay uh then i suppose we'll move on to final thoughts i don't know this one has a few more plot holes to me than the previous one um specifically be- I, I think specifically part of it is because it's it's trying so damn hard to have this cloak and dagger slash semi espionage sort of like vibe of like again who can you trust and like the un un um uh, uh the uh un uh, what's the word un uh, the unbiased narrator like unreliable the parent uh, unreliable narrator thank you um the the paranoia of like the whole situation and like it's very interesting like i i i was i i did i did enjoy or i i did find the read very interesting and like trying to suss out the uh the hints and like the jabs and like the the secrets and lies and such like that um i'm still curious as to like what's going to happen and what is what's going to be revealed next but overall for me the story actually drops a couple of pegs um, because of some of the uh, because of the uh, the plot holes that at least I see in 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 this version in in this part of the uh, uh, of the story or the series, so that's why I brought my uh, 
my recommendation down to a partial recommendation because i think the the secrets and lies kind of like who can you trust like what's like who's telling the truth and what's going on kind of situation here could be a little bit more refined Mm -hmm. but uh yeah that's my my recommendation i'm i'm I'm, that's why i'm bringing it down to a partial recommendation for the story overall mikey these deads are evil all right uh so going the mundane route which is there is not like she has um mental illness uh and clancy is going crazy uh or is crazy and uh imagine the detective and for all we know the fire in the basement could be imagined as well um it would be really funny if amy just points out it's like what fire the the basement looks fine (laughs) yeah well and that was the biggest issue i had with the first part which was how is this house still standing yeah you had (laughs) such a problem with the uh the the the, like what is what what is fire (laughs) um so uh, with that it like the fact that we potentially have uh some evidence that clancy himself is crazy um that sort of makes this whole thing unravel yeah um so for for this story going the mundane route i give it a partial recommendation uh and overall for the series so far i'm still on the partial low end recommendation Okay, fair enough. And Gamer. So I came into this with a uh, partial recommendation. And like reading through this, it was interesting, as I said, to feel threatened by a normal morning just playing out, as I said before. Um, yeah. You can remove a section or two, and it's mundane. Um, it's a mundane, not creepy story, but the good part is you could take that mundane, not creepy story and put it in the context of this world and it makes it creepy because of that. That's great. It hits the same kind of nerves as uh, alternates as well, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. From um, um, the Mandela catalog. Thank you. I could not think of it. Um, yeah. Although, like, better because alternates are kind of clear that they're weird. These aren't. Well, the 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 one stage of them is yes, but there's one there like the earlier stages of alternates, like do try to make you like think that they're, they're still people. Yeah. Okay. Either way, story itself to me bothered me when addressing the elephant in the room. Yes. I know Clancy was told not to confront her about being a mimic right at the start of the story. Okay. That's fine. And I know that Amy said not to talk about Sarah or not to talk to Sarah about the recordings but he's got to ask her about the funeral at least. That's still part of the like asking about that is still part of the charade that they're all kind of doing because they're all lying to each other at s- certain degrees. Yeah, because like honestly, at this point, like unless he says like unless he was saying that like, well, like why did you go to the funeral there or, that? or like I I'm still under the assumption that she is not she did not go to that goddamn funeral, <laughs> like Amy did. Yeah. 
So, I mean, again, that's possible, but to me, that just seems weird unless the family yeah. only wanted direct family at the funeral. But mm-hmm. I guess that's it's, the case sometimes, yeah. but I don't know. I, I don't, again, like, this is why I'm saying, like, this is a plot hole here because, like, again, somebody should have contacted Amy. And then by contacting Amy, they'd find out, or, or like, there'd be some, there, like, there'd be more, either they'd find out that where Sarah is, or there'd be more of a, like, suspicion of, like, hiding Sarah away and, like, keeping her away from, like, the situation here. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think it would be more interesting if, like, for some reason, Amy is keeping Sarah in the dark. Um, and maybe because like she's trying to like shield her her mentally from like the traumas and stuff like that of of all the situation, because that's what she believes Sarah is suffering from. But and like, but it's not in the story. Yeah, <laughs> like none of that concern except for like it took me like two weeks to calm her down and some of that. Like it's, she's just suffering from a mental break and some of that. Let's not talk about the re- the recordings while she's here. Like. That's all we get. We don't get any more details about like what Amy knows. Mm-hmm. And, and what like, would maybe, help yeah. is if we had more um, internal thoughts from Clancy about what he was thinking at the time. You know, like, oh man, I really want to ask her about this, but I don't want to push it. Like, I don't want to. I don't want Sarah to think that I'm investigating into this. I just need to act normal. Like, if it was more like that, that would help. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to say it now, that's fine. But the as i said the elephant in the room needs to be addressed in my opinion yeah uh the mimic in the room yeah (laughs) um around when amy showed up before i remembered that sarah went to amy i was expecting amy to have the same kind of reaction that clancy did from first seeing sarah again yeah and i'm fine with amy knowing but it's the not addressing it that's really irking me about all this some of it was answer- mm-hmm. answered through the conversation, as I said, but Amy has to know that this is the first time that Sarah is out of her place, right? As I'm assuming Amy has been at Sarah's place this entire time. Sorry, Sarah has been being at Sarah, Amy's place Sarah, yeah. this entire time. But her being yeah. out in the open now isn't addressed like it's weird. They're just acting like this is completely normal. It's yeah, way too casual and normal for a not normal situation. Even with the supernatural stuff taken out, it's still fucked up and yeah. not normal, and they shouldn't be acting so normal. Unless they're both mimics, <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> Unless <laughs> everything, everyone is mimics. Yeah, even Clancy's a mimic. He just doesn't know. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, first part, I I recommended it because it was enjoyable and the little bits that irked me didn't irk me enough to adjust that. But this one, the, the plot holes kind of bugging me a lot. So I'll give it a partial because the story itself as a whole, I, I like, and as I said, I, I like this normal situation being creepy, but that one thing, if that one thing was addressed, then I would bump it up more. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to be that. I don't, I don't want to be that guy this, this time around, but like, I don't have high hopes for the next one, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, just maybe that's worse maybe that's the first me. doesn't mean that the third is going to be worse than this one. I mean, it, like, it's got it's got to make a comeback somehow. It's fine. You know, I think but, part uh, of the problem is he was told to not do anything, so he has to not do anything. So this part kind of has to be—I don't want to say filler, but filler—as yeah. he has to buy time 
for the detective to show up. So he has to do as little as possible, which unfortunately gives us very little answers until shit yeah. drops, which might be part three. We'll we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I guess that's this uh, this week's episode recommendations. Uh, partial recommendations all around. Um, and we'll we'll see what happens next time in part three of to tip the bamp. Yeah. Also, didn't like um, you say he didn't recommend this part? I think you said you partially recommended, right? Yeah, partial recommend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So that has been this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at The Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. I don't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, and I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldenta Rigamortis and select the back tree you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And Without your authorship, without the stories that you write and have the courage to put online for people to enjoy and then serialize on Reddit No Sleep and such, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>